Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on This Needs to be Said segment of This Needs to be Read. Today we are going to be sharing with you The Violin Conspiracy by Brendan Slocum. Welcome to This Needs to be Said. How are you? I am well. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for putting together this book. My audience knows I love reading, and, you know, I every chance I get, I want to encounter someone who has written, have put, in your thought, have put your thoughts down. But you've taken a couple of current events, like we're dealing with racism, and it just, the older I get, the more I can recognize it. And I would have never thought, because I, I wanted to play violin when I was younger, but I didn't think that was one of the reasons my parents didn't let me do it or it took me to become an adult, uh, an adult to actually have a chance with the violin. I didn't even think that racism could even be a part of it. But when I look over life, I'm thinking, well, who do I know mostly goes to orchestras? Who do I know mostly plays in orchestras? And once in a while, I have met someone who was African-American who may have, you know, earned first seat as a violin, a violinist. So it's like once in a while, it's a hit or miss. But somehow that says racism to me now. It never did before. But outside of that, you've also um, put this in, in a, I want to say fictional. It is fiction, but I, I felt like this came to life for me and it made it real for me. So it's still fiction. Would you still say that's fiction? Um, I, I would say it's fiction based in fact. A lot of the um a lot of the uh experiences that the main character Ray goes through are actual events that have been slightly modified, uh taken mm-hmm. from my life. Mhm. They felt very real, just so you know. And I didn't know that before you just <laughs> said that. So talk to us about the violin conspiracy. What made you put this project together and don't leave here without talking about your appearance on Good Morning America. Uh, Violin Conspiracy is a story of Ray who discovers that his old family fiddle is actually a priceless Stradivarius violin and that discovery catapults him into superstardom in the world of classical music and right before the Tchaikovsky competition which is basically the Olympics of classical music his instrument is stolen will he get to compete will he get it back will he find out who took it you got to read the book to find out, but uh, it deals with a lot of instances that uh, Ray goes through on his journey to becoming a world-class violinist. Um, lots of discrimination and racism, like you mentioned earlier, and how he deals with it, you know, how his family um, deals with things and how they support or don't support him and just mm-hmm. everything that Ray has to go through. And it's about staying true to yourself and, and, and being a good person and, you know, dealing with a lot of adversity. How do you manage to be a good person when there's so many things that would just make you compromise? That that every time yeah. I watch something, that is the question that comes up. So I'm asking you. Um, my own personal experience, I can say that I I've just been given really good advice that I take to heart. Just stay true to who you are and always be respectful. Always, um, you never know what people are going through. I'm an I'm an eternal optimist, and I like to think that you know maybe someone is just having a bad day, or maybe they just don't get it. You know, they just don't understand, and you know may, maybe they will come around. So I like to think that people um, there there's hope for a lot of people. So I, I'm an optimist, and you just you know. You can waste a lot of time being angry at people, and, you know, that's time you're never going to get back, and what does it 
get you, you know. So I'm I'm just gonna you know just keep doing my thing and keep a smile on my face, and you know it's it's their loss, not mine. And this conversation has so many answers, and I I love your answer, and it it does have you have to have that that bit of hope or that that insight. I, for me, it's insight because like driving, no one drives better than me, so. You know, I have to realize they probably didn't go to the driving school I went to. They wasn't. They weren't giving the the instructions that I was giving. Like, there's something missing. Like when you said they don't get it, so not taking it personal has a new meaning to me in life. Because there's some things I do take personal, especially if someone purposefully does something to me. But there are other things that I ask myself, like Catherine, these people don't know you. They didn't leave their house to cut you off in traffic purposefully. They don't know you. Um, Right. Uh, even if we look the same and come from a similar background, me and my husband have learned this. We grew up a neighborhood away from each other, and we knew each other as children, but how different can our lives be? Um, so just because I think you should know because you're black and I'm black, and we just innately know this black experience, that's not true. And we have to give right. other people space, but while I'm giving them space, I have to maintain being Catherine. And sometimes I've even been told, well, you're a bit rigid. No, I just know that this works for me, and mm. it's, it's going to make help me move forward. And, and it really is a challenge to stick to what works for you and, and what your path is, because sometimes on your path you're by yourself, no one is supporting you, or it feels like no one is supporting you, no one is seeing it your way, they don't quite understand what you're doing, so... It could, for me, that's that's what makes it hard for me to stick to my true self at times, and I have to remember this too will pass. This part I have to go alone. This must be a part I must do alone. When when people read The Violent Conspiracy, even though it is a fiction novel, and it, like I told you, it, it felt very real going um, reading through the book, so I, I did not know um, for sure that it was loosely based on anything real, but it felt very real. When someone picks this book up, other than, you know, discovering um, what you talked about, you know, will he get it back? Will he be able to perform? Uh, will he find out who took it? What would you like for the reader to get from this? I would I would really like for people to take away the notion that music is for everyone and that it is a life-saving force. And it doesn't matter what you look like or it doesn't matter what your zip code is or how much is in your bank account or doesn't matter what your skin tone is, music can be appreciated and by everyone. And, um, you know, classical music is not just for the elite. It is for everyone mm-hmm. to enjoy. And, you know, don't don't deny anyone the opportunity to, to enjoy and love classical music just because of what they look like. And, you know, give people a chance. Give them, give them a chance before you make a judgment. And it, it, it's not about what you look like or where you live. I think that we look for shortcuts somewhere in our minds. We're still in a survival mode. If I know what your race is, when I look at you, if I can guess it right, because we can't always, then it tells me how to handle you, and I like that. Suspend that judgment. I've been wrong so many times. A man may sound like a woman. A woman may sound like a man. Um, and it, uh, a person may come from a background and think, oh, my gosh, well, this group of people cause trouble, or these people always behave well and learn, you know, just the opposite in both situations, and that this this world is for all of us to participate in and to allow space for other people. So I, I absolutely love this. I love this because I love violins, 
And then there's this fantastic story that goes with it that takes you through a journey, gets you caught up emotionally, and gives you some personal revelations of your own. What was it like being in Good Morning America? <laughs> Let's talk about that before we go on our that was an experience of a lifetime. I mean, I'm still smiling. My my cheeks are sore. I am so I'm just it was it was an amazing experience when when I got the call that the book had been selected for the Good Morning America uh book club pick for February. I I just couldn't believe it. I I was doing all kinds of flips and turns and gyrations and everything. I didn't think my body was going to be able to do at my age. Um and and just being on the stage in Carnegie yeah. Hall playing you know, it was a surreal experience, and I remember getting to my last couple of notes thinking to myself, I am seriously on the stage at Carnegie Hall playing. This is really happening. Yeah. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that with me. I have to let you go and share your story with other people as you do your book tour, but before you leave, this needs to be said. Tell my audience where you would like for them to connect with you and where would you like for them to pick up a copy of The Violin Conspiracy. Please support your local independent bookstores. You know, you you can find my book. I, it's on my website, brendanslocum.com, B-R-E-N-D-A-N-S-L-O-C-U-M-B.com. Uh, my handle on Instagram is Brendan Slocum. Not to be confused with Brendan Slocum 22, who is my nephew. I'm better looking than he is, but he's younger, <laughs> so he's got me there. Um, and same thing on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter, hit me up. I would love to hear your thoughts on the book. You know, follow me. I'll definitely follow you back. I, I, I want to know what's going on with people and how they feel about the story. Fantastic. Thank you, and much success as you continue to share your story. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to This Needs to be Said. I hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Send me your comments and show ideas through the website at tntbsmedia.com. I'd love to hear from you.